Welcome to BouncyCast. This is going to be a very special episode. Uh, this is not going to be a guest episode, but this is going to be something we've been talking about for a while now. Um, this is kind of going to be like, I don't know whether or not this is going to be like kind of part one of the Matt Debates People thing, or if it's just going to kind of be a standalone thing, but we're going to be talking about religion. Very fun topic. We got, but don't worry, it's not just going to be like a bunch of boomers like talking about like the same thing the entire time i think that it's pretty safe to say that the vast majority at least several of us have pretty differing views on stuff so we're gonna be talking about like from each of our perspectives and like asking questions once we've all introed stuff and like kind of just like in segments like i'm gonna lead and then whoever else wants to take it and then like there's gonna be questions if you have questions all that good stuff. Uh, so, we all ready, folks? We ready to get into this? Yeehaw. Yeah. Yay. Alrighty. So, yeah, just to, before we start, we have uh, the hosts here today. We have Leg, we have Shadow, we have me and Matt, we have Storm, and we have Taff. Wow. All here to get today to, to talk about this specialty handpicked because they have uh, more or less, like, solid views on stuff, and they, they are ready to debate and or... Uh, discuss this this uh, interesting topic, but yeah. So just to since I'm the one kind of shoehorning this and spearheading this, um, I'm gonna start off. So just to briefly describe what kind of I believe, I'm a Christian, but specifically non-denominational, which means that I don't. Uh, I I believe in the core message of the Bible and any groups that like call themselves like like you know super churches or the Catholic Church or the Mormon Church that like have well, extra stuff that you add onto the Bible. I believe that that's pretty against what the Bible says. I think I um, cut out for a minute. Sorry, go ahead. No, you should be fine, uh, Storm. I, I don't see any problems. Oh. I mean, it, your local recording should be all right. Um, regardless, the... Uh, what's it called? The, so to just kind of jump into what I believe in, um, the thing that I usually like to kind of intro everything is, um, one of my primary beliefs is I believe that based on the way that the universe exists, there has to be a God. And, and I've definitely talked to some of the, some other people either in our audience or, um, some of my co-hosts about this before, but basically, um, I have studied a lot of, I've, I've been a scientist or want to be a scientist, whatever you call that cutoff, um, for basically my entire life. So I believe that, uh, creationism and science are not mutually exclusive. Um, I believe that's, I mean, it's just as simple as, um, when you start off Genesis in the beginning, there was nothing and God said, let there be light. And like, quite frankly, nothing. And then light sounds like an explosion to me. So that is pretty, at least clearly to me, like the way that the poetic way that, uh, Genesis is Doc, written. I that thought is you were going to start at like the gospel, like doctrine. No, you're starting at like the actual beginning. I didn't, I didn't think the we actual were gonna, beginning. Yes. I didn't think you were going to kick off with in the beginning. I was like, Oh, okay. We're starting here. Never mind. No, All yeah. Right, well, cool. it, because I'm starting with the basics because a lot of people think that like the, the core problem with Christianity is that like, or creationism in general is that like, Oh, but science just proves it. It's like, no, like. They're not mutually exclusive. The um, well, I feel like you're probably I mean, I like, feel like you're primary, Stephen Hawking yeah. like go on. <laughs> Stephen Hawking good. like first disproved, proved, and then tried to disprove him again. Yeah, like Stephen Hawking tried really hard, and and like a lot of other people do try really hard. But it has always been my belief. I mean, I believe it's Einstein that said. Um, at the beginning of the glass of natural sciences, you may find atheism, but at the bottom of the glass, you will find God. Like yeah, that at was some him. point, 
Yeah, at some point you talk like when talking about the way that the science of the universe is set up, it just screams a natural creator to me. And I'll explain like why that is to me in a bit, but like I said, starting from in literally in the beginning, creationism describes because mm-hmm. the way that Genesis is written is poetic, creationism describes the big bang. So they're not mutually exclusive. And then from there it's just a matter of proving that that continues to be the case. For example, a lot of people are like, oh, the Earth can only be such and such years old because it was created in, like, seven days, and that's the big thing. It's like, well, you have to think about it like the moon, the stars, and the Earth were not created until, if I'm not mistaken, around the third day, depending on what you're specifically talking about. So if the Earth and the stars were not created until the third day, then where is there any indication that the quote-unquote day is an actual 24-hour period. You lost me. Like, full disclosure, you lost me a little bit. Yeah, so, okay, think about it like this. So, the way that we describe a day is in the period of the Earth spinning around, like the cycle of the sun through the sky, right? Right, like what the Julian guys If the sun does not exist, how could you determine how long a day was? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, without being able right. to see... So, yeah, yeah exactly. There's a, there's a so bit of a that chicken works. and egg fallacy going on there. I see what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. That so, okay. with that being established, I think that it's not a hard, like, extension off of that to go, okay, well, if it's not a 24-hour period, then couldn't it be any length of time? So, couldn't it I also suppose. be Actually, yeah, no, hundreds like, later of on, trillions of years? Yeah, like, in the, later on what, in what the Bible... they meant something different? What if what did what? Yeah, so like, there's... Like, what was that one more time? What if day meant something different? Well, oh, yeah, so... Um, and the okay. reason... The thing that the thing that I have been saying about this for a while is that, like, the if, if you're not aware, all of Genesis and Exodus leading up to his story is from the perspective of Moses. God was talking to Moses to try to tell him how the world started, and Moses was writing these things down. So... From Moses' perspective, he's just like a stinky old dude living in the desert. It's a little bit hard to describe, oh yeah, and then the Big Bang happened, and then stars coalesced from uh, free-floating atoms from that Big Bang, and then the uh, other matter coalesced from that, and that's how the Earth was formed. Like, how do you explain that to someone who knows nothing about science? Well, you would describe it as, there was nothing, then there was light. There was formless, then there was a planet. I think, I think you're that's overstepping. How you would describe? You're, you're stepping over something very crucial because, in, I say most because I haven't read every every single uh, translation in okay. existence. But the Bible explicitly states, God breathed life into existence. Literally, He spoke it into like reality. Yeah, like, exactly. Perceivable reality. And that I is guess, for like a better term. that is not that is not an oh, inconceivable whoa. notion from that. So think about it this way: if action does not exist, time does not exist, oh, nothing see. exists then the the actual like any any action any breath any sound any energy or matter whatsoever when time and space does not exist would cause all of time and space to exist so like it is a metaphorical sense but it can also be literally a literal sense if you are something outside of the concept of actions and you create the first action 
then it's entirely possible that that is what would cause something like the Big Bang. I'll get into that in a second. That has to do with more of the causal side of my argument. But like I was saying, um, just very briefly, so like it, Genesis is basically kind of describing to Moses how the earth and everything was formed. So I do not think that it's mutually exclusive from concepts like evolution and concepts like like the Big Bang because the way that the earth was formed doesn't necessarily have to be like like in a snap, it can be instead a gradual process of no like literal amount of time, no literal days, but like segments of time where God was slowly moving the world towards a certain point. Like he is still creating things, but there it is creating it through a slow gradual process, like where he creates a couple of creatures that, you know, like for example, the the sludge that eventually evolved into DNA. It was supposed, like, according to some theories, it is a completely um, random process. I think that it makes a lot of sense that it could be just a... Um, it could just be, like, God oversaw, like, whatever lightning bolt or whatever caused the soup to catalyze into the first RNA, which then went into the first DNA, which then went into the first multicellular organism, and then, like, slowly moving towards actual life. And then when it came to humans, that was the only being that he gave the gift of sapience, which is the ability to recognize itself and its place in the universe, and more importantly, him. There is no other animal that we know of in existence that has full sapience. Things like dolphins have sentience, which means that they understand vague, like, concept and emotion, but they do not as far as we can tell, have a full grasp of sentience and but we don't. sapience rather. Sapience rather. But we don't. To what, to what extent, thing. like, what do we not perceive? Yeah, to what extent do we not perceive? Well, sapience is a thing that we have to learn. You can't say that you've learned everything about existence. No, we're not capable That's of, not what sapience like, means. Like That's like not what sapience means. So yeah, th that, that would be a yeah, that would be omniscience, which means that you know physically everything. Sapience is an understanding of a greater... Sapience is the desire to, like, like know more about the universe and your place so, in it. It is a sense of self, but also a sense of self as related to the greater whole. Matt, let me, there break, is, let me break it down, Matt. just curiosity. So, okay, go everything ahead. Everything has curiosity. I'm going to bring it... I'm going to bring it to, like, not... I don't, don't want to say video game terms. Sort of like tabletop game terms. So, <laughs> what's it called? Um... Yeah, like in Dark Souls or like in even in D&D. So if you uh, either have enough skill points or don't have enough skill points or enough, a proficiency or, or a deficiency to wield something, sapience is being able to both perceive and wield, maybe not properly, but wield knowledge of like self-awareness, a higher power, the existence of a higher power, all that good stuff. But yeah, the, uh, omnipotence, the, the wait, like, no, 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 omniscience, sorry, I misspoke. Omniscience is being able to actually wield that knowledge you know, over other creatures, over other individuals and beings, right? We yeah, don't have that. So We're not God. We can't the, the easiest, flip the earth on its head. Okay, but monkeys. Yeah. The easiest way. Okay, the tools. easiest way to the easiest way to describe it is the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Most animals have the ability to have knowledge. Like a monkey can make a crude tool. A dolphin can use another fish to do one thing or another. But there's a difference between that and wisdom, which is a innate understanding or a innate 
like taking your experiences and putting in a genuine meaning to them. And it's possible that like I don't know everything. It's possible that there are other life forms out there with sapiens. I don't say that that necessarily disproves what I believe in, but so far as we know, according to like the research we've done, like nothing quite reaches our level of sapiens where we are taking more than just knowledge, we are making extrapolations about the greater meaning of it all. Like the fact that we have things like philosophy is a part of sapiens. It is the idea that we are taking a greater meaning and extrapolation from what we know. Okay, you did not use that word correctly. <laughs> I'm going to call you out on that one. It rega- Okay, it's a, it's a very difficult concept to explain. I'm not right, perfect at explaining so. that concept. You're trying to explain the concept that's hard to explain. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It is a very hard concept. It's almost like we have those types of psychological limitations, the ones we're discussing yeah, as suffice we speak. To say, suffice to say, our brain operates already. on a different... Yeah, our brain operates on a different um, wavelength. We have more capacity for understanding than any other creature. I don't think that that's a unfair thing to say. Even the smartest dolphin does not really come close to the average human. Um, but at the same oh, time... like three. <laughs> that at the same time, uh, that, is, that, again, it has more to do with the understanding of the universe and all that good stuff. Anyways, so moving on from that, there is a lot of other stuff with that where it's like, I don't think that it's impossible. Basically, my point being, I don't think that it's impossible that God is working through the natural processes of the universe to create it. It's a, it's more of a concept of, like, this stuff didn't just happen. It was being guided towards something. Because I look at the infinite complexity of the universe and don't think this just kind of happened as a random coincidence. It's an awful lot of coincidences in a row. So... It is entirely possible that, I mean, at least from my perspective, what I what I believe in, I think that it is because it has been guided by a creator, and more so, I believe that a creator has to exist. And I've I've had this argument with people before, because of causality and the way that the universe works. I think uh, basically, and what does causality mean again? Okay, causality is basically the concept of cause and effect. Every cause has to have an effect. Every effect has to have a cause. If something hits oh. something, there is not. It doesn't come out of nowhere. It is right. moved by some other force. It's yeah. Newton's, I believe, second law, which is every action has an equal and opposite reaction. If I hit something, it is not just me in a bubble. All of a sudden, something gets hit. It is my body produces energy. That energy comes from food. That food came from another okay, energy yeah, source. Yeah, I remember now. Oh, so on and so forth. So, yeah. and this is, this is also what, yeah, this is, this is also what, I'm sorry, like, one, one more time. No, no, it's cool. I'll let it finish. Like, I don't want to interrupt. <sighs> yeah. Um, so the, uh, the extension of that would be, and this is, this is a thing that this is not just coming out of nowhere. I studied some philosophy when I was back in school. Um, and one of the things was, I believe it was Socrates. I could be mistaken. It could be like Diogenes or one of those other philosophers. I believe it was Socrates, though. Uh, was be- believed in not only logic, but also like, you know, math and science. They pioneered the idea of causality, that everything has to have an effect. Nothing just happens in a bubble. There is a reason why everything happens. And 
from what we know about that today, especially the concept of entropy, uh, the concept of entropy, it, is everyone familiar with what entropy is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. I think you should articulate it anyway, though. Yeah, I probably should articulate it just to be clear. Oh, entropy is the, the, the briefest oh, way to explain it and the easiest way to explain it is, say you have a box, a completely sealed box, and you put a cup of coffee in that completely sealed box. That coffee, um, like the warmth of the coffee, is either going to cool down to the outside temperature or warm the box up. It wants to create an equilibrium. It is the concept of nature abhorring a vacuum. If there is no air or no heat in an area, it wants to expand to that. That is why we believe that the Big Bang was such a plausible theory, is because as the universe, the universe is clearly expanding. It is going further out. It is trying to fill that empty space around us. It is trying to cool. It is trying to reach that equilibrium part because it doesn't want the vacuum that exists right now. Because of that, the natural, like looking at that in reverse, means that at some point it was all as close as possible together, as hot as possible, all in one space. And that's the Big Bang. The extension of that being where did the Big Bang come from? Because there are not really any theories that explains that. Because if all lived matter and energy existed from the Big Bang, like the second before the Big Bang happened, there was no matter, there was no energy, there was no nothing. There was not even time. Because time exists exclusively on the mass, the energy, and the gravity in an area. And gravity is also based on mass. I, I want to interrupt here. Uh, I have seen one theory, I forget where, but the theory is that the Big Bang started from the collapse of another universe. But then the natural extension would be, where did that universe come from? Where did that universe come from? It doesn't matter how many, like, theories there are about, oh, this universe existed before. The thing would... Yeah, okay. If there even is a great reset, the natural extension would be, like, where did that universe come from? Where did that one come from? Like, no matter how many resets and Big Bangs happen, there has to be an origin point for things. Because, again, based on causality, every effect has to have a cause. So, if there was a universe before ours, where did that one come from? And if that one came from another universe, where did that one come from? I mean, at that point, it's just the chicken and the egg. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's just a chicken and the egg situation. This this exact topic. So, I knew knew someone was either going to mention chicken and the egg or what I'm about to mention. So, I'm going to bring it up before you guys guys catch me. Mm -hmm. Give me with a catch funny too. So, an illustration that was provided (laughs) to me. It's a bit of a rudimentary illustration, metaphor, example, whatever you want to call it. Okay? Say, it's... Sort of asimilar to your coffee in the in the sealed box, Matt. But here's the big deal, right? Okay. Big Bang Theory implies that uh, a lot of just huge galactic universal compression and energy and like atoms all rubbing together and a big right. fucking just absolutely nutty explosion yeah, exactly. happens and just creates the entire universe. First of all, the odds of that are astronomical. They're like, well, it occurred over billions and billions of years, and the odds are going to, like, it's like winning the lottery. It's, someone's going to win the lottery sooner or later. You know, the universe had to be created at some point. I'm like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So let's start at this giant universe, and you say the universe is infinitely expanding. It still has to be within a contained area. It still has to be that you can't make matter. You can't make energy. All that, all the energy that's being compressed, all the energy that's being, exactly. quote, unquote, rubbed against each other to explode and make the universe, it's still finite. There's still a specific amount to make a specific exactly. amount and generate a given universe. I'm not done. I'm not done. So here's the here's the little metaphorical I'm just little example. I'm just here's the physical example that I that was provided to me by by someone with a PhD. I'm not gonna say who, because obvious reasons like no name drops, right? Me fucking bear with me for a moment. This um 
The example they provided for me was, say you have a box, right? Sealed, unsealed, doesn't fucking matter. Nothing's getting out of it because you have a dickload of Legos in there. You have, you have a specific set of Lego pieces for a specific set of Lego items for, or a specific set of, of a Lego creation, right? Say you have, say you have all, what is it like? 5,000 something pieces for the Death Star now? I don't remember what the new one has, but say you have like God... I think it's 10,000. Seriously? Say you have fuck all 10,000 pieces for the, the new Death Star. You have it in a box, <laughs> so right? Boxy. Sure, you can shake the box up and like you can jerry-rig some godforsaken mechanism on the inside that pushes them all together and smashes them all together, right, and try to, tries to mash them together to actually build the Death Star within, within that box, right, within the limited area that doesn't add or take away any more mass or, you know, atoms, I guess, or like... A, yeah, masses, I guess, the, like, matter itself, right? It's not going to add or take away anything. You have a specific amount to create a specific device, a specific result, which is infinitesimal. The odds of that happening, you just shaking the box around for all the little pieces, all the tiny little studs are falling there, infinitesimal. Well, if you do that for, you know, 70 billion years, it's going to happen. Okay, splendid argument. It's like, it's like saying if I throw all my fucking laundry in the laundry machine and it spins for 18 trillion years, I'm going to open it and my shit's going to be folded. Impossible. Literally not going to fucking happen. But it could... Yeah, okay. Okay, right? it's the monkey and okay. the typewriter no, argument. It's the monkey and the typewriter argument. Yeah, yeah no, no, okay. It's yeah, literally exactly, given exactly, enough exactly. time anything can physically so, happen. So, with that in mind, okay, this this is an argument that someone who does does believe in the Big Bang theory as as truth as the like in, inception of the universe, right? And does not believe in a creator, right. does not believe in a higher power. I'm like, okay, cool. They were they were sprinting, they were running with this argument, with this example with me because they were like, oh no, I've got him in a catch twenty two because or uh, yeah, I guess catch twenty two. I was gonna say Murphy's law, but that's a different concept. Um, he's like, it can happen. At some point because give it enough time and it's gonna happen okay cool and i was like so there's something you're completely missing sure you keep all the matter inside of that box and you shake the box for a trillion years what's happening outside of that box that is completely exclusive from the items or the events occurring inside of the box okay yeah that's someone that's has to shake someone yeah, exactly. has to sh that's a not, wonderful someone has segue. to shake the goddamn box Fuck. somebody actually has to yeah. put that action in motion Right? It's not just going to happen on yeah. its own. If you set the box down, what's going to happen? Um, jack shit. Nothing. Literally fucking nothing. So, Inception okay. has to occur. So, as a an extension to that, to can, I, can I finish my argument? Uh, yes, that was, that was actually a really good metaphor to what I was saying. That is, exactly. that is kind of similar. So, even further than that, even ignoring that particular analogy, because obviously that analogy is not perfect. You think about yeah. it, like, even if there's a universal collapse which led to the Big Bang, like I said... That universe had to come from somewhere. Eventually, you're going to get to a point where where did it all come from? If there was someone that did something, there has to be, like, one of the things that Socrates was saying, there has to be an unmoved mover, which is the concept of if everything comes from something, then for everything to start, for there, be, for there to be a point at which something started and just that's where everything came from. The thing that made that happen has to ignore our current laws of physics. Because think about it this way. If there is no matter and energy, then something creating matter and energy can't, by definition, be made of matter and energy. It has to be something made of something else entirely. And by that definition, if you are not made of matter or energy, then you are outside of the concept of power. So you are omnipotent. That is the best way to put that. If you, And because there's no matter and energy, there is no space and there is no time. Because space and time are, are completely 100% linked 
to the concept of matter and energy. So by definition, the being, whatever you want to call it, that is creating matter and energy and by extension space and time has to be outside of space, so omniscient, and outside of time, so timeless. The being in question would basically be the concept of a circle, where no matter how far back you went, you would never find the beginning. No matter how far forward you went, you would never find the end. It has to, by definition... Yes, it has to be a paradoxical anomaly. And by definition, if they are the unmoved mover, they cannot be bound by our laws of physics because they're creating the laws of physics. And from our laws of physics, you can't create matter and energy. So they can't be made of matter and energy because they wouldn't be able to create it then. It's a little bit of a weird concept to wrap your head around, but that's basically what I would believe in. It is very similar to his Lego anomaly, where it's like, the Legos wouldn't happen without nothing. They have to be there from an outside source. It's like the concept of an AI creating a... uh, It's like the concept of creating a video game. A video game can't create another video game, because if it does, then who created that first one? And so on and so forth. It has to be a force completely outside of the concept of a video game. It has to be someone that's not a video game creating that. Right, naturally. It is basic... Yeah, it is just by definition, the way that that works, it has to be someone outside of space, someone outside of time, someone outside of the concept of power and knowledge... And by definition, that makes them infinitely so of all of those things, both zero and infinity, essentially at all times. Right. So it would be... Do you think it's a someone or a something? Okay, so that is is what I was going to touch on next. That is... That is, okay, yes, so if you want to... That is just... Are you going to segue now? Are are you going to like transition to another topic right now? Okay, I, I'm kind of going into it. This is just this is just before to you prove do that. Let that some... Leg do his his like his bit like his uh, no 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 okay. Off topic that I, he I'm to not do. I'm not going I'm not going somewhere completely different. This right. is just it's, saying it's this still is in. just okay. It's still yeah. in this. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Just to com- just to wrap it's up cool, the thought there is that like this does not prove that Yahweh, the specific God that I believe in, exists. This proves that a omnipotent, omniscient, uh, all-knowing, all-existing God has to exist at some point. A God has to exist is what this proves. That is just a stepping off point to go on to what I believe. And this is, this is me just brief disclaimer here. This is saying, I believe that a God has to exist like by definition, based on the way that I believe causality works. Um, but I am now going into, I can prove that a lot of this stuff in the Bible happened, but at some point, I am not going to be able to scientifically, factually prove to you this God 100% exists. I don't have a video camera of Jesus resurrecting from the dead. Like, <laughs> Kickstarter didn't happen, bro. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Bro, he like, hit at a, some Jesus, point, Jesus this, hit a clip. Xbox records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally just, this is getting, we are now segueing into the, I really believe this, but this isn't provable, 100% provable, because it's faith, it's religion, it's faith. Mm. So, okay, that being said, that being said, like I said, the creator stuff, the stuff in Genesis that was very accurate to what we now know of how the world works, there's a lot of other 
points in the new t- in the Old Testament where they talked about having a vision, describing historical events, and when you look at the vision in context, it's like, huh, that really is reminiscent of the way that things actually happened hundreds of years before they happened. And you can make the excuse, <laughs> oh, well, that's just like you're just interpreting it that way, like you're just you're just seeing what you want to see. Like, sure, to some extent, you can make that argument, but at okay, the same time, yeah, it, it is could an be that way. Awful. <laughs> It is an awful lot of And it could start raining raviolis. It could. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like, it's one of those things where it's, again, is an Occam's razor argument, where there's a lot of coincidences, and I think that the most, the, the easiest explanation might be the true one, that these people had some indication of what might have been happening next, and that was because God told them. And that is part of why I believe that that God does exist. Further from that point, there are a couple stuff in the New Testament that also prove that some things happened. One of the things that I'd like to establish right away, because if anybody makes this argument, they are factually wrong. Jesus Christ of Nazareth existed. He was a real, like at the very least, real person. There is no arguing that point. There are historical records that he existed. And also an entire fucking tomb across... Like yeah, there the, are the pla- there are the historical places where he sites. was in his there stories like, with actual like um, yeah, exactly. The, that's what, what the... I, that's what I was going to. And you and I have read the same book that I base a lot of the New Testament stuff off. The Case yeah. for Christ. I highly recommend. The Case for Christ is an amazing book. If anyone wants to look into that out there, it's even if you don't believe overrated anything though, that it says, there's better books that I've read. Okay, I, I okay. It is okay. a Taff. <laughs> It is. It is not a. It is not a perfect book by any means. Okay. However, no, 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 it is no, no, no. a good starting point. I'm saying the the case for Christ is like Taff. the Call of Duty of religious books. Like everyone's read it, everyone's played it, everyone knows it in and out, or is <laughs> familiar never heard with it to it. some extent. And then there's like there's mm, what's yeah. A lot of people it? still have. Okay, okay, okay. This is this is a completely separate thing. Can I please finish what I was saying about it first? Your yes. thoughts on the book aside, it is. One of the books that almost, if if you talk to somebody about the provable aspects of Christianity, they are almost always going to recommend you read The Case for Christ. In that way, it is like the book that everybody reads. Not everybody recognizes it though, Taft, so I am going to talk about it because while it is not the most in-depth book ever, it does not have the most pertinent thing. Like it is not perfect, it does not have absolutely all the answers, it is a relatively simplistic way to understand these things. However, it is a good starting off point if you don't know any of these things that I'm going to say or you're curious or you want to get into it. I think the case of Christ for Christ literally recommends that you read some other books at the end of it. There are some other books that are available. This is a really good starting off point, though. I highly recommend looking into it. But basically, the case for Christ is a guy who was formerly an atheist, one with a law background, who was vehemently trying to disprove that Christianity could happen from a historical... Vehemently... Okay, dude, Jesus Christ. This is your first language, dude. I say vehemently. I, okay, okay. Then you say it wrong. Taff, 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 what did I, Taff, what did I say about interrupting people when they were trying to say something, dude? I get that. That was specifically for you. Can I, can I finish what I'm saying? You're, you're taking away credits from my argument. Hey, leg's on my side. Leg, leg just, leg just came to my rescue just now. You're going to pretend like you didn't say anything. Jump in the bait. I can't even hear leg over you. What's going on, leg? Shouldn't it be a jump in debate? 
Yeah. No, I, I have nothing wrong with it being a jump in debate. I just get irritated when somebody jumps in and goes, oh, your grammar is incorrect. Yeah, because, okay, grammar is presentation 101. <laughs> okay. If you're trying to make a point, you may want to do it accurately and correctly with whatever language or medium you're presenting it in, right? Okay. If I'm giving yeah. you a, a PowerPoint presentation for I... why Christ is real, and I start off with, um, what's the what's the song that's in, like, every, like, 2013 kind of, like, right. like, if I play fucking Skrillex over the case for Christ, no one's going to be super <laughs> interested in it. Because I used 2012 PowerPoint and I have the worst transitions the and the lowest policy. music. Exactly. So the presentation is everything. If you're going to tell me, yes, Jesus All is right, real. Okay. Watch me abuse the English language that I'm trying to explain right. the okay, guys, Christ in. We've been on this for like okay. half an hour and we've yes, gotten Jesus effectively five minutes worth of action. Nowhere. Yeah, effectively nowhere because I keep, okay, can I just, he very fervently was arguing against it. Does that sound better? I mean, yeah. Regardless. I just wanted, I just wanted um, to pronounce it correctly. That straight up doesn't matter. It, yeah, agreed. It does not matter. It has it nothing to do with my argument. Regardless, moving on. He, the, the point being, he came from a very against Christianity background. And the whole point of the book initially was to look at things from like an archaeological, a historical, and a witness-like debate way. Like if you have a witness that you're not sure is telling the truth... The ways that you try to tell if they're telling the truth is a couple of, a couple of like cross-examination things. It's what it's what people do in a court when they get a witness and they're they're cross-examining. They're trying to poke holes in their argument by being like, say for example, I'm up on a witness. They're trying to prolapse. That's that's, con that's <laughs> contradictions. That is the same word. Anyways. Um, like, say, for example, oh, I'm the witness so... to a murder. I saw somebody get shot in the back of the head, and right after that, a cyclist, like, screeched off the road, hit a car, and then the car hit a fire hydrant, right? To cross-examine me, you would try to find, like, either other witnesses that would disagree with me, or other things. Like, say, for example, you go to the intersection, and that fire hydrant's perfectly fine, and it's never been broken, then There's that no would be a pretty blatant There's hole no in nothing. my... Exactly. That would be a pretty blatant hole in my argument. But... If you did go to that place and you're like, oh yeah, this fire hydrant's clearly been hit by a car, then that would get, give you more credence to my story. That would not necessarily mean that 100% of what I said was accurate, but what you, but that would give me more relevancy. And that is why I bring up things like the case for Christ and the, a lot of the arguments that it makes about archaeological digs, about historical records. That does not necessarily prove that, you know, Jesus Christ was God and he rose from the dead kind of thing. But it does prove Jesus existed, the places they talk about were real, the mm. places that they were describing actually that those things happened. Like he was crucified, he was crucified with these people, the trial actually happened. Like to some extent, there's there is going to be an aspect of, yeah, there is going to be an aspect of, okay, I just believe this. But there is also an aspect of like, okay, these things happened. Now it's up to you to decide whether or not you fully believe them. I'm not going to convince you. All I can do is hope and pray that the Holy Spirit moves in you because I genuinely believe these things and that's about all I can do. But I can back up a lot of the things that I'm saying with actual things that actually happened. For example, there is a lot of historical records of crucifixion actually happening. It is usually only reserved for those that they deem is a very big either threat to the government or the people are extremely mad at, which makes a lot of sense when you look at Jesus from the context of the area. The Jews, especially the religious higher-ups that Jesus 
frequently made fun of. The Sanhedrin. Did not like Jesus. The Sanhedrin, exactly. They did not like Jesus very much at all. They thought that he was a blasphemer. They thought that he was actively... I mean, like, for example, if somebody were to come up to your religion and say that I am now God, then if they if you did not prove that they were tr telling the truth, you would be pretty pissed off, too. That is basically what happened. I believe that Jesus was telling the truth. They didn't just accuse him of blasphemy. It wasn't just about... They were like, okay... It wasn't he's, just. He's it wasn't just. He's possessed. They, he's psychotic. He's like... He's had a near-death okay, near experience. That, he's traumatized. They came up with everything. There is a right? lot of... Yes, there's a lot of different arguments that they were making. Basically, they did the pretty basic... Like, either he's lying or he's crazy. Um, the, the which the is old, where there's a... There's old a, reliable. Yeah, the... <laughs> Yeah, the old reliable, and, and if you know anything about Christian debate and, like, debating atheism versus Christianity, there is an argument that a lot of people are going to be familiar with. is called the three L's argument, where it is when you're looking at the case of Jesus, there are three uh, things that you I can assume about him. Either you are, and this, the case for Christ does touch on this pretty extensively, either you think that he's lying, where he, like, some of the stuff that he's saying is true and made a lot of sense, but some of the stuff he's just lying about. Like, he's not actually Jesus, he was just lying about that part. Which, you know, obviously sheds a little doubt on the other stuff. If you think that he's lying, then maybe some of the other stuff that he says wasn't completely accurate. Either that, or you think that he's crazy. Nothing he says makes any sense. He's just a madman. He's like, uh, he's gotten like a psychotic break or something like that. That's another argument. The third natural conclusion, if he's not lying and he's not crazy, then he's God. Like that is, it is liar, okay. lunatic, Lord. Matt, real that quick. is the genuine, th that is the basic argument anyways. Genuine thing. You brought up the three L's as an illustration mm -hmm. for the three explanations for G the whole case for Jesus, like the whole Jesus debacle, Agreed. right? The Jesus arc, if you will. You brought it up as <laughs> the, Jesus the three L's, and then you failed to use more than one of the L's. <laughs> no, no, I, I said at the very beginning, that's that's why they're called the three L's, because the three L's argument is broken down into liar, lunatic, lord. That is, you that never used lunatic or lord. For. You never said those words specifically. I was. I, I just did, dude. You used the Please illustration. You said no, you said he's either he's either lying, he's crazy, or he's God. Those are that was your. This final, doesn't matter. This doesn't point. matter. Let's just continue. Again, you, this is the second three thing, dude. I'm going to. I'm going. I'm not going to let you speak if you continue to do this, man. This is. I. I need to be able to get out. I'm. Tr I'm genuinely trying to tell where I'm coming from, and I'm trying to not get mad about this. But this kind of thing does not matter. Can we leave this kind of thing till the end? If you, you want to poke fun of the way that I said things at the I'm very not end of fun. this, it's a genuine objection. If you're going to present something right, and you're going to format it as the three L's, what happened to the other two L's? That's a genuine. That's a genuine objection. If you're not going to come full circle on your side of the debate, right? Why would I listen to you? Well, okay, the thing is, we don't have all the answers. No, we don't. We're just a bunch of people. Yeah, and I'm, I'm also, no, I'm also, I'm saying if you're I am not a religious scholar, I am not, I am not a religious scholar, I am not going to explain this argument perfectly, I'm just, bear yeah, with so, me on a lot of these things, please. We're all in college. Um, the, and it's been about 40 minutes yes, and we're I, still I stuck on him. I don't want to talk We've covered five different topics, what do you mean like, still stuck? Regardless, okay, finishing up what I'm saying, like I said, the three L's argument because the the argument's broken down into liar, lunatic, lord. He's yes. either lying, he's either crazy, lunatic, or he is God, lord. So that that is the basic mm -hmm. premise of that argument. That is, the, I mean, some people might argue with that, like, dichotomy, I guess it's trichotomy, I guess is the word for that. Um, 
but that is that is the basic argument when looking at it and there are a lot of things that would suggest that like i said at some point you just kind of have to believe that jesus was telling the truth because i there's not a lot you can do to 100 percent prove that that guy was god because again how do you do that especially 2000 years ago but there's apps and like if there's again if there's anything that y'all want to like talk about that this is this is towards the end of my argument this is literally just me saying i believe this is true i can go on to talk about the implications of if he is god and what that means for me but if somebody wants to jump in and talk about like what they might believe about jesus that's now would be the time may i yeah yes. go ahead absolutely all right i have a few things here i i agree with I'm going back to that thought of God breathing life into the world. Right, okay. That might be that might be just an interpretation of saying that it was an idea and that idea formed into reality because God yeah. itself in this yes. hypothetical is an anomaly. Yes. You're correct. Yeah, so, so I'm so saying I'm basic, saying the yes, that is the basic premise of the Bible is that's the that's the that's the repeated text. That's text that's brought over from other translations. That, like, they maintain yes. the integrity of that specific set of words, right? That specific uh, translation, quite literally. Transcription, that's the word I'm looking for. They maintain the integrity of those specific, the concept of, quote-unquote, breathing, exhaling life into existence, right? Why is that so important? Mm -hmm. Why would they maintain it? Why would they just say, God made that shit happen. Hallelujah. We made it, right? Why, why would you make that well, specification? So the, the explanations, the concept is, so yes, if you don't believe that Yahweh, the Christian or Jewish or Islam, whatever, whatever God you believe, if you don't believe that that is God, but you believe there is some God in that concept, yes, the concept of breathing life into people would be a metaphorical way of saying this, that at some, some God, even if you don't believe it's this God, the concept is yes, they were guiding life to happen. They caused humans to exist. That is the idea that they are having an intimate part in the creation process. So if you don't believe that Yahweh exists, that is still a legitimate concept that whatever God you do believe in, whatever God there is, whatever anomaly or Cthulhu or whatever creature exists, this like infinite being caused life to happen in the in exactly. the christian faith that is literally breathing in life to them again genesis is written metaphorically and poetically it's not necessarily 100 percent literal you can believe that some of the stuff that it is literal there is interpretation to have there though but yes absolutely i'm, I'm just agreeing with you i'm saying that that's totally true you can keep going so i believe that the father son and holy spirit thing could be taken a little bit more literal. Right, right, okay. I think that beliefs and ideas from anything, and I mean anything that's living, has some sort of comprehension of existence. Just ideas become reality lightly. I think it's not just one person dreams something and, oh, it becomes true. I believe it's a mass amount of people articulating the same idea and just dreaming it becomes true right. it becomes true to an extent like a like a uh, what do you a call fever it dream or lucid dreaming i i suppose but also so what you're saying I is like what it's called the concept of the human but, soul inter interacts with the actual universe and that's yeah. what okay so i'm i'm agnostic right so yeah, i'm yeah, going absolutely. Off of multiple different religions beliefs right you guys know about alchemy 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, the concept of yeah. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, that's spiritualness. I think it that kind of equivalent exchange. Uh, he said it is true to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I watched Full Metal Alchemist. See the <laughs> may, may I interject really quickly and kind of like extrapolate what I think that there's an aspect sure, of Christianity sure. with that. So, uh, what I will say is that one of the core Christian beliefs is that. God created humans in his image. If God is a being not made by matter or anything, then I think that it's a natural extrapolation that he is made of whatever it is that souls are made up of. Because obviously yes. souls are not physical People. matter. So by extension for that, there is some aspect of it like, well, humans have souls. Humans were created in God's image to have souls. That is part of sapiens. So there is some interaction between human souls and like the ultimate perfect soul of god like there doesn't that make life god in okay so to some just yeah well that is that is kind of that is kind of the christian concept because we act the way that we do we live the way that we do because we're created in his image the concept of creativity the concept of love the concept of wanting to better ourselves and those around us is God. It is the perfect embodiment of what he is. Love and justice and creativity and joy. That is what God is supposed to exemplify. So that little ideas. things, the, the ideas of that are what are the every good thing that humans have are said to be the ultimate exemplification of God. So like we don't we oh, don't have no. perfect love. We don't have perfect joy. We don't have perfect creativity but that is what god's supposed to be that is what we're working towards so, you guys you guys remember uh, this is going to be a little bit of whiplash verbally here but you guys remember uh the guardians like that movie with like santa claus and jack yeah frost i really do remember that Chris yes Pine did jack frost yeah yeah that was pretty great so, actually you know how people did not like they could not see those entities because they when did, they uh -huh. did not yeah, believe in them. About, yeah. What if it's just like they don't exist unless you have the idea? The it's possible. Is so God, yeah. Or okay, you can. The hell it is. There is there is an aspect. Some people do believe that like God only exists when you believe, and like it's all it's all a matter of what you believe. That is a very agnostic thing. So I totally understand where you're coming from with that. Um, I will also say, I just wanted to real quick to interject, uh, the concept of us not having the perfect of any idea, like, you know, love and beauty and uh, creativity are not perfect for us, and that being like a divine True. thing, that is also a very Greek philosopher thing. It Many early Greek philosophers talked about how, like, you know, as a human, there are some things that you inherently understand. There are some concepts that you inherently go, flowers are going to be beautiful, like, not necessarily everybody, every flower, but there are just some things that you naturally go, oh, that's pretty pretty. Or, um, you just look at something and go, that's nice. Or, loving somebody for the vast majority of people, there are people who are different, but the vast majority of people, loving somebody makes them feel better, like, creativity is something that almost everybody has, like, it is that that is a very Christian concept of we are just exemplifying tiny aspects of the perfect thing that is God. Like God is love. God is beauty. 
And that is why we recognize love and beauty. That is the idea of objective morals rather than subjective morals. So, taking it to a literal sense, God is literally just the thought. It's what makes us think. It's literally just consciousness. So, that is some it aspect of like it. It has to be... It, it has to be... Sky. It's just thinking. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there are some interpretations of that. Like I said, I think that Yahweh is a huh. physical... Like, okay, so like I said, God is not a physical entity. God is not any in a specific point. You can't put God into a box. God is everywhere, every time, and omnipotent. So, to some extent, God... Is, and, like, again, God is not made of matter. He is made of the concept of a soul. He is made up of, like not even energy it's hard to describe what you would call something like that so he's not bound there is... by physical limits exactly exactly he's a corporeal so there being. Is a concept, that's what i'm thinking of like like for example yeah, the bible literally calls god on multiple occasions refers to him as love that is what he is the exemplification of love he is perfect love so to some extent he is not so much guy in the sky that shakes his fist as us at us as much as he is the concept of the emotion the perfect form of it and the idea of the trinity is not so much three separate entities because the trinity is not it is the idea of three entities that are also one entity at the same time they can move independently but they also move all at once like it they are simultaneously three and also one it is another paradoxical concept just like the fact that god doesn't have an end or beginning oh. god is by definition something that we can't comprehend just like you know how hp lovecraft talks about how like when you would go to cthulhu or whatever your brain would short circuit just trying to comprehend it to some extent that's also kind of how god works the reason why as a human being you, like, and there are multiple instances of this in the Bible where they're going to meet God and God is like, don't look at me, bro. You're not going to do, this is not going to go okay. well for you. It is because, slide, bro. it is because we are not perfect. We have what is called sin, which is not the perfect exemplification of God. And that prevents us from having perfect understanding of everything. We're not omniscient, so we can't comprehend a being that is by definition everything. It is literally infinity. Your brain cannot even physically comprehend that concept without shutting down. And that is only if you are trying to comprehend the fact that he's everywhere. If you were trying to comprehend the fact that he is timeless, imagine how much that would hurt your brain. Thinking about time travel as is hurts people's brains. Imagine trying to think about someone who oh, yeah. is literally outside of time. So to some extent that has... Yeah, exactly. Some, to some extent that has an aspect of it. Like H.P. Lovecraft, while he might not have been, well, he was writing about horror and he was also, by all intents and purposes, not a great person, that uh, concept is ironically a very Christian understanding of how God works. Because in the Bible, that is literally stated multiple times, that you cannot behold the full majesty of God without literally dying. Because you cannot comprehend, your brain, your body can't handle it. It is like putting a plastic thing in a flame. If the flame literally instantly vaporized the plastic. What do you what do you guys think is like evil? Because 
we're think we're saying we're describing God as like all the good things. All good. So yes. let's just call it love and happiness and friendship. So yes. Then, so what may, is may I? Evil? I think so. According yeah, to yeah. you, and again, somebody else can jump in if they need to. But I, I wanted to just because I talked about God being good, I wanted to explain what evil was then. No, we're good. Oh, yeah, we're good okay, with that. So okay. We're on the same track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're still on the same track. Anybody can jump in at any time if they want to. So as an extension of that, there is a common misconception that Satan is the opposite. Like Satan is inherently the evil of the world. The interesting thing being, Satan. Satan is evil. Don't get me wrong. In like according to Christian belief, Satan is evil. But Satan is not the exemplification of sin the way that God is the exemplification of good. Sin is literally just anything God is not. Like, for example, God cannot be unjust. He is justice. So anything unjust is sin. God is love. So anything not love, anything hate, is sin. God is perfect curiosity. So anything that's just stagnant that wants to ignore the world is to some, I mean, obviously that's a gray area. It's kind of hard to describe. I don't want to say that if you're not curious, you're sin, but oh. you know what I'm getting at. Like the, like anything that God is, is he is the exemplification of good. So anything that does not follow that, like that anything that is not God is sin. So hell is not so much a place, not so much a, like, you know, like a, a pit somewhere where there's a bunch of fire. It is anything that is not God. It is not necessarily fire as much as it is simultaneously fire and cold. Anything that is not a pleasant, happy temperature that we're used to, that is what it's hell would be like. That's why in Dante's Inferno, part of the reason why he talks about hell having the layers of both hot and cold, because both of those things exemplify sin. It is the things that we are the things that would hurt us, the things that are bad by definition. And it is also concepts like betrayal. That is a terrible thing to go through. That is sin. The, the, the reason why mm -hmm. the seven deadly sins exist is because things like lust, things like being prideful in the way that it hurts people is what, like, if basically any action that could I... cause... Go ahead, sorry. I would like to jump in here regarding the seven deadly sins. Right. Now, so... Y'all can disagree with me if y'all want to, but in my opinion, every human is born with the seven deadly sins as an instinctual part of them. Instinctual? Yeah, that you is... Can see no. This... I, I, I disagree. No, no, no. Greed and, totally is. So that is... Greed and lust. You and I, you and I are probably going to uh, disagree on this, but that is part of what the Bible describes as sin nature to me. Your body, your corporeal form is by definition imperfect because you are not the same as God, who is, by all intents and purposes, something like just a free-floating soul, an infinite one, an omnipresent one, but your corporeal form, your body, inherently has these limitations, and those limitations are most easily understood in the concept of the seven deadly sins. Obviously, not every sin falls into one of the seven deadly sins, but the reason why the seven deadly sins is a concept is the best way to understand most sins fall into these categories. Pride. You are so caught up in what you like and how good you are that you are hurting other people because you're not putting, you're not helping other people. Pride is bad in, in the extension of when you're not putting others first, when you're not helping people. There, 
obviously taking care of yourself is important. The Bible talks about your your body is a temple. Make sure that it's good. But at the same time, if you are putting yourself forward to such an extent that others are getting hurt, that's a bad thing. Lust. If you are so lusting after people and so for like, I want to fuck this person, like that, this is all I care about, that you're hurting people that like actually want to care about you and yourself because jumping into relationships all the time will hurt you. Your body is not made for that. Your brain is not supposed, you're, you're meant to make connections with people. That is a bad thing because like adultery, like sleeping with somebody when you're married, that kind of thing. Everybody, it's a pretty basic concept that that's bad, that most people don't appreciate that. And even if you say that that's totally fine with you, I think that deep down that does actually hurt people because humans are made to have intimate connections with each other. And if you betray those intimate connections, it hurts people. Greed is another one. You're putting yourself forward so much and putting everyone else behind you. Like, I gotta have all this stuff. All of it's mine. I don't care how what anyone else has. It's all me. I'm hoarding this all stuff, stuff that I may not even necessarily need, and nobody else gets anything. That's a bad thing. It is not a bad exactly. thing. Exactly. So... Okay, yeah, go ahead. To continue what I was saying about it being an instinctual is you can, can look at the stages of development. Bit, the thing that I was immediately turned down on. Okay. Yeah, go sorry, ahead. Okay, good. I'm sorry. So, kind of a... Not, this isn't even controversial. So, I used to think the exact same way. I used to. I I essentially thought the worst of people by default. I was like, okay, we are, we are just sinful creatures, right? Making it all happen, making it all work in our own best interest in the most sinful fucking way possible. Literally the most corrupt bullshit, like absolutely like demonic, not all godly, not at all holy, the opposite of what God intended for us. Uh-huh. And there's a fallacy within that, okay? Something that, um, you remember, Blo- uh, I mean, name drop, but whatever. Um, uh, yeah, we can, I don't we can know bleep it. We can bleep it. I don't know who you're talking about at all. What? Uh, I have zero from worship team. Okay. Oh, I know who. Okay, dude, dude, we don't need. Okay, we. You could have either DM'd me this stuff because now I have to bleep out like everything you just said because yeah, that okay, is yeah, really saying, bad. Okay, but I had to clarify because I was like, okay, whatever. Yes, I, I know um, who so you're dude, talking he, about now. He told me this. He told me this, and it changed my fucking life. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna say that with like utmost confidence. It changed my life because. Right. I used to think the worst of people. Like I said, I had the exact same mindset. Like, oh, we are built and bred and like optimized for corruption and this evidently since no okay. <laughs> it's just not true i'm gonna t- i'm gonna explain like briefly but also like okay sort of in detail why that's not true so take into account before the curse before like the apple and all that good st- okay good stuff bad uh-huh. stuff right um god built us to have a relationship with him and with each other right other simple right. beings created in god's image right humans other humans other of god's sacred sapient like we discussed yeah. earlier creations okay uh-huh. yes god created us for good to worship him and to like take care of his creation yes, absolutely. His earth, that he a home that he made for us we were not built for sin we were meant to walk along and with and have a sacred holy perfect like matrimony relationship right. with god and with like the other quote-unquote children of god that he created right Tef, okay. Tef. and those and things come, are no 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 no, 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 no. i'm not done i'm not okay. done dude okay i literally okay. haven't even gotten to the curse of sin yet that's literally like what your whole diatribe was about and i haven't even gotten there okay yet. so like the serpent temptation adam and eve both partake in the knowledge of good and evil right so they understand what god's definition right. of good and evil is now that's literally the whole st- that's why it's called the tree of good and evil or the tree of knowledge of good and evil right that's the whole shtick behind that right that didn't rewrite our 
our holy, I don't want to say holy DNA, but God's little schematic, God's blueprint for mankind, it didn't completely upend and rewrite and reprogram us on a fundamental level. We are still meant for, built for, and like intended for good by God's right. hands, right? But we are now capable and aware of misdeeds, evil, in a word, right. sin. We have that capability now. We are not built for sin. We are not built to be imperfect. We are okay, built I see. To, I see, see what I see where you're coming see? from. Okay, so so from yeah. so you are you are fundamentally misunderstanding my argument. What I'm not saying is that you're not attacking the tree at the root. You're saying like no, no, no. Okay. We're all so fucked up. Okay, and I'm like, can I can I explain where, where I'm coming from? from? May, may I explain yes. what I'm coming from? Okay, so that I do not disagree with you on, but I don't think what I said and what you said are mutually exclusive. So the concept of humans being sinful and the concept of us being created for good is they can be one of the same because it has to do with the concept of our flesh our our earthly body and our soul yes. when god created the, like us the, as the to sin. be yes. perfect beings yes okay when god created us to be perfect beings our soul the aspect of us that he created in his image that is what he is is he is like he is related to our soul so the the that concept is that is created for good he wants us to be like him so that is created in his image so it does good but our bodies which have been afflicted by the curse of sin our physical form which is not in which is not necessarily like that that is just that is a result of sin that is what is created that is what is evil it is our lineage of the curse of sin when yes. our bodies naturally want the seven deadly sins but our soul wants to be after god's image so it is okay. go it is a dichotomy that is why so, no that is why most humans are not inherently bad all the time but most humans are also not good all the time it is because our souls you're describing the desires of the flesh and the desires of the souls as if they're at end. Exactly. They are, but one is vastly superior to the other, right? So as as like children of God created in his image, right, created for good deeds and all that good stuff, right? All the fluffy right. stuff that I just mentioned about being able to walk with God and have a holy relationship, right? Um, like sanctification of sins, redemption, all that good stuff, right? But having fleshly, earthly desires, the right. desires of the flesh, literally, like word for word, that's what it's called in the Bible. Think about it this yes. way. You as a human being, self-aware, knowledgeable, and like having been afflicted by the curse of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, you know right. when you're about to fuck up, when you're about to cause problems, when you either that A, feel soul. lust, like you said, when you feel greed, when you feel lust, when you time. feel pride, etc. You know, you know when you're fucked up because someone or something either inside of right. you or a, a close friend who knows you well enough is going to, t or the Holy Spirit itself may very well cry out to you and be like, you're exactly. actually fucked up, dude. You're gonna that know. Is, that is what you would describe a conscience as, yes. Yes, exactly. I agree. Exactly, okay? So this, like the sapience that you feel, uh -huh. the little internal compunction, the little guilt, the actual guilt of the spirit that you feel when you're going to sin, when you feel temptation, all that happy stuff, right? Right. And just take into account that doesn't mean we're built for sin. That doesn't mean we can't resist we that kind of temptation. Okay. And that doesn't I, mean okay. as a part okay. of who we are, Hold on, hold on, hold on. That You're, does not necessarily... Okay, so I will then... I, I just real quick, I'm only going to say one quick yeah, thing, and then no, you can go, totally go, 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 take go. this shadow. You can take this. I just want to... I want to say... I want to debut what he said real quick. I agree with that. 
But at the same time, the fact that no being is ever completely sinless means that they are at odds and there is a dichotomy. I agree but, that the vast majority, if not every single person, has that little nagging conscious in the back of their mind that is their soul or the Holy Spirit or whatever you want to call it, causing them to be like wanting them to be more like God and do better than what they did. That is actually true. But it is also an aspect that sin nature that you, the fact that you get tempted to do things bad in the first place, the fact that you have those intrusive thoughts in the first place is the concept of our sin and the curse of sin. Those two are both happening at the same time, but they are both equally true. The fact that nobody has ever lived without sin is the fact that we are not perfect and we can't ever be perfect as much as our bo- as our soul wants to be like god if we have any sin we are not like god that is the whole point all right can i okay jump anyways in here that that is yeah go ahead jump in and then shadow you had your stuff all right so i don't know if this is like just me being pessimistic or whatever all right um, but i think it's okay. reasonable to say most people are literally too stupid to redeem themselves like I would literally that. don't I understand okay. the gravity of the different own. topic. That's a whole new can of sardines that like we can talk about, but I do not want to completely derail what Shadow is going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we're we're gonna well, we can talk about that way later. Someone someone I write that do down. Think. Write that down and we okay, will yeah. come back to that. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, down. okay. But it's still fish to to have. No, but we, we kept derailing Shadow. Let's let Shadow finish. That's true. Okay. So, like I was saying, I believe that it is instinctual because of the way if you look at the development of a human being from child to adult, right. the seven deadly sins are always present. So, for example, as a child, you are greedy, you are prideful, you are um, greed, pride, wrath, and sloth are the main ones when you are Lust. a child, from toddler to satan. Right, yeah. Yeah. Then when, kick in, <laughs> then when hormones kick in, then when hormones kick in, it is lust, envy. pride, wrath, and envy. Mm-hmm. Those are the four big ones there. And then as you continue to grow older and older, so on and so forth, those are still present, but you know better by that point, so you're able to fight against them better. Right. So. And, I okay. But so... they are still a, an instinctual part of you as. I mean, you need those seven deadly sins to, like, say back in the past, you needed to be greedy, you needed to be prideful, you needed to have those to be able to grow up enough to be able to let go of them. Right, okay, I they got you. They are instinctual I got because they inc- they incite survival of humans. Right, so can I, can I then talk about that? That is absolutely, that is 100% what I am saying, uh, and this is going to be brief, I promise. This, that is what I'm saying about sin nature. The fact that the world breeds the concept of you need to be prideful to survive. You need to be greedy to survive. Before sin was a thing, according to what we've heard about the Garden of Eden and according to the concept of perfection, there was at one point an existence that didn't rely on greed. An, ax, uh, an Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying that's not true. I'm saying that nowadays you need to have some aspect of the seven deadly sins to be able Absolutely. to survive. That is part of why, that is part of why it that is a is curse true. of sin. Because the okay. world is now mm-hmm. imperfect because of sin, which means that it is, an, it, is a, it is a terrible, 
intricate cycle of you have to have the seven deadly sins to survive because the seven deadly sins corrupted the world to make it so that only sin survives in a sin world. That is Yay, why okay. it you is... You figured out what I was going to try and mention, Matt. Exactly. I was like, I was like exactly. he's missing it. He's totally fumbling the bag. He's completely missing the fact yeah, that... Yeah, so I, I, I just wanted to loop born. around babies to that. Did, I just wanted to loop God around created, to that. Yeah. God created, like, okay, Garden of Eden, right? God created us, his beloved children, right, to just be Adam and Eve, right? Procreation wasn't a thing, right? It wasn't until after the curse, after they took of, like, partake exactly. of the, the fruit from the tree of knowledge of evil, where God was like, you're going to bear children, and that shit's going to fucking hurt like a bitch, right? Exactly. So it well, was more that, Pain, no, that in the Bible, suffering, the, say, struggle to, the struggle to survive was not a thing until sin was introduced. Yeah, so, so what you're, are, you're not attacking what, the, the issue at the root. Like, you're pulling the weed at the fucking leaves. There, you're not there pulling is the weed a, at the root. There is a reason why when, the, when Adam and Eve sinned, it did not say Adam and Eve became sin. It said the world had sin introduced into it. There is a reason why the Garden of Eden was described like the lion and the lamb lying next to each other. The There was no need for fighting. There was no need for greed. Everything was abundant. Everyone had enough to eat. Nobody was ever scared. Nobody was ever hurt. But then, when sin was introduced because of humans, the world became fundamentally different. Humans greeted after things, and that caused the world to be greedy. There were the, the initial sin of pride, where they thought they were better than God, caused everything all of the world to then have sin. It was more than just we have sin. It is the world has sin. And the reason why sin is something that we can never get around is because we can never go back to living in a perfect world that is by definition not have sin until heaven happens. Because we are living in an imperfect existence. It is more than just we are imperfect. Everything is imperfect now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so the main thing of what I was trying to get here is because of this, sin is a necessary evil in this case. You need it to literally survive in most cases here. Okay. That is my point of view on the seven deadly sins. Okay. They are not good. They are not your friend. But at some point in your life, you need them to be able to survive, develop, and grow as a person so you can recognize, hey, these are not good things right. to happen. Okay, I get where you're coming from. That is an interesting way of looking at it. Like I said, I think it's... Uh... I think that this is really just a chicken and the egg situation where we're trying to equate like, well, now that sin exists, now that we it's have to do sin, but egg. sin exists. That's y'all, man. I, w I was just trying to explain it's my point of view on the yeah. fucking nature. sin. Matt, nature, and, yeah, it's, it's basically it's both. I would, I have always yeah. said that nature and nurture is in, in like there is an aspect of nature, but there is also an aspect of nurture. Like because sin exists, you have to have sin, but because you have to have sin, sin exists. Like it is a deadly cycle. That is part of the reason why in. Christianity, the core belief is we're trying to do better. We're trying to improve ourselves. We're never going to be perfect. We don't need to be because the whole point is Jesus exists and sacrificed himself for us to pay for our sins. And the eventual end goal is when everybody is ready, when it's the proper time, we're not going to be on earth anymore. We're going to be on a new heavens and a new earth. 
a perfect existence where when we are born, we don't need to be a part of sin. We are perfect, but the world is perfect too. So sin doesn't have a place to exist. There is no nature, but there's also no nurture of sin. It is more Hallelujah! Exactly. That is the big <laughs> point. Of, a lot of people are like, oh, everyone is trying to be perfect, but you can't be perfect because of like, oh, what if you grow up in a broken home? There is no broken home in a perfect world. That is the point. Is there going to be a perfect world and perfect people? I think you're harnessing a little a little more of your, you know, blonde hair and blue eyes than your love and sanctification. Oh, my God. No, please. I, I don't I even have say, blonde hair. Your exact wording, I was like, wait, wait. Okay, okay. <laughs> to be clear, I don't have blonde hairs anymore, so we're good. Okay, well, <laughs> I, have I have red hair. We're fine. <laughs> we avoided it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like strawberry blonde. Your King Matt is evolving. <laughs> yes. I am now immune to all jokes about me being racist <laughs> no 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 but but Objection, it, joke, jokes aside jokes aside <laughs> that shadow you actually and that's i i really like talking with you because you have a tendency to do this that touches perfectly on exactly my point sin is more than just people sin is a curse on the entirety of our existence it is both our nature mm -hmm. and our nurture plague upon you so yes, we want to not be a part of sin, but you also can't despair when you have sin involved in your life because everybody does. We can't be perfect this side of heaven, but eventually we will be perfect. So we're trying to do better because we are compelled to do better, but there's not, it is not, we don't have to be afraid of messing up because we're going to mess up. It doesn't mean that we should be discouraged from keeping and trying, but we don't have to be afraid of doing bad like nobody's ever going to be perfect but eventually we will be we will be okay anyways well, moving on uh i think leg did you have something else you wanted to add to that had an objection as well um, but leg can yes, as well yes. yeah oh. storm God oh damn it yo. dude that was two, that was like <laughs> three times in a row there damn Fuck. we got some I, editing to do talk? for this one i i, no. I forgot when Fucking i was leg say. said it too yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's oh, definitely I think I'm the some, only one that hasn't. There's at definitely going to be some editing things. So yeah. Anyways, okay. so Dog, we are. I think that we should just let. We're the getting better. We're past be... the hour mark and we're getting better. Okay? We are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, storm, keep on going. I don't. I forgot. I fucking forgot because you didn't getting... write it down. Didn't you write it down? You wrote yeah. it down though. You're not writing down. Oh that. Notes. Oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Okay. I, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, if you guys have a thought and you don't want to just immediately jump in, write it down so we can touch on it later. All right, I, I have a, a Windows Notepad yeah. open every time we record because I know yeah, my I dumbass should, is like, I, I really want to talk about this, and well. then I forget it, and if I don't write it down, it's gone forever. Oh yeah, me yeah, too. Me I, too. If, I'm definitely right. gonna do that. Right. If you this don't second. have the thing, sorry, if I had, yeah, I had yeah, a different one, one myself. I forgot, but I don't really care about, so it's fine. So the main one. Okay. Bless you. Anyway, okay. So. Yeah, I think that most people are literally too stupid to redeem themselves. And what I mean by oh, that... Oh! Yes. That's the point. Right, right, right. I love where I'm going to go with this. I, I, okay, I hope, yeah, finish your I hope you fin know where this is going. Finish, finish your point. Yes, I, I have a feeling I know where you're going with this, but we'll, we'll let him yep. finish his point. Like, Storm, I think was that... that the rest of your, was that the rest of your indication? The rest of... What do you mean by that? Just topic, finish like your thought. Like, finish your thought. What you mean by that? Yeah. What you mean by that? I mean... I can I can elaborate slightly and then I'll go ahead yes, and you go. know go. let the 
what the dogs lose, as it were. Anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Let loose the hounds of war. And then we talk for another 40 minutes back and forth again. Uh, you! You motherfucker! No. We, no, 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 we were, we were going back and forth on each other just now, so let's, let's be clear about that. Okay. True. So, True. I think, yeah, I just think that a lot of people, you know, this kind of, I mean, I'm not saying that oh, everybody who isn't aware of right. like you know god and existence and religion and all should be like punished for that i'm just saying that people who are and you know they i just i just think that at a certain point like your actions matter more than how you perceive them like could you, you yeah, can yeah, expand upon that i didn't quite follow yes that, ex that expand upon day. that yes i'm confused as well i'm saying that like you can literally go your whole life being like a fucking idiot basically and just you know okay. just constantly making making just everything miserable for everybody around you but right. not being aware of it and that doesn't like this that doesn't save you like you're still fucked up and you still might be like oh why is this happening right. to me okay okay that and is like, that is the aspect of christianity i know you're Matt, probably going please, to lead into please this. let me pick this up go go ahead he's probably better at explaining this than i am go ahead yeah, go, go i ahead, won't say i am but I, I hope I hope that I You've had more practice. You and I have both done stuff you've yeah, had more okay. practice. Yeah, okay, fair. Go okay, ahead. So take it over. I'm gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit bullet points, but I'm probably gonna hit bullet points. I'm not even kidding. Okay. So here's where we're starting at. You're saying people who either intentionally or unintentionally, right, in their stupidity, in their ignorance, right? Their right. lack of knowledge, right? They make mistakes, they sin. They're actively a proponent of the course. The, the course the curse right and they make life harder they introduce sin into other people's lives and they cause problems right they, they perpetuate the curse and they make they make god seem further and further away for people who are around them and immediately in their lives right that's right. kind of what i was getting from your example okay that's like that's like one to one basically yeah and like sometimes they don't even like they're really like i'm not saying it's blissfully you know, unaware is what you're going for blissfully unaware yeah blissfully unaware Okay. All right. Cool. cool, cool. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, um, the long and short of it is, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, and I say that with absolute sincerity. And what I mean by absolute sincerity is, it doesn't matter what absolutely atrocious actions you've committed, either of your own knowledge or absent of your own knowledge. Right. So when you when you go out of your way with your free will to <laughs> rob a bank, lie to your own mother, right, or lie to anyone for that matter, or bomb the twin towers or literally commit egregious <laughs> oh acts against God. mankind <laughs> i didn't well, hold on i might have to take no, 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 right back over no, hey, 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 no, no, no. in europe I'm, in I'm, europe I'm, it's 910 in europe it's 910 you're going to hell i'm sorry that's it you know what, Taff? Oh I gave anyway. you free reign. Yeah. I gave you free reign, and I'm regretting it. This is you repaid you. Thank you for being my Here's, here's where I'm going with this. Interesting. Take, it, take, like, take that with a grain of salt. Doesn't matter what absolutely heinous acts you've perpetrated, right? Either of your own knowledge or in your ignorance, right? Your literal, actual, like, blissfully unaware stupidity, right? Like you said, they're too stupid to be saved. Swag. Jesus, as, a, like, as the son of God, both God, fully God and fully man, as the ultimate sacrifice, right? May uh, I like, explain the concept was, of sacrifice was, a bit? 
May I do that real quick? Like right now? Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. Just to just before you go on. So the concept of sacrifice may not be a thing that a lot of people understand inherently. So I'm going to touch on that a bit in, especially in the Jewish faith and in a lot of other faiths, there was the concept of if you mess up, you have to do something as penance, right? So like if you mess up, you're like, you're trying to make it up to people. That's the concept of just basic justice. But the problem is like we have said multiple times, we are all inherently sinful, even as a child before we realize what we're doing, or even inadvertently in our adult life, we do that a lot. So it is hard to, like, if we're trying to pay pay it back and do like a sacrifice for everything that we do, say you do something you don't even realize, and obviously you're not going to do a sacrifice on that. So the problem with that is that you would then need a perfect sacrifice, one that has no flaws, one that is an infinite sacrifice, to account for the things that we can't be that some people would argue we can't be blamed for to like inherent things like sinful things because we all sin so that is the concept of a perfect sacrifice which is, is why Jesus was the perfect sacrifice like what was that is that why there's a virgin sacrifice in a lot of religions? Yes, yes. that is that is the concept of atoning Whoa. for things Jesus was the ultimate version of that which we'll talk about I just wanted to, to establish yep. that background so that we yes. can get into that yes Matt We'll talk about that. Thank you. God! Uh, I'm so... <laughs> just I didn't even have to do that. I didn't even have to do that one. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm usually so good about it, too. We're just involved in this... We're just involved in this conversation so much that we so invested. It got so personal. No, 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 no. the last line corrected. Keep going. Yeah, we'll, we'll, okay, we'll edit all these things out. We're Just for right, context, for, for anyone sure. listening to this, because we're kind of doing this more like a conversation than usual, for context, we keep messing up on the name thing anybody who's listening to this and we appreciate you Pseudonyms. listening so far so there's there's gonna be there's gonna be some uh, silences where Blanks. we all mess up a good bunch <laughs> either, either we're gonna do a really funny voiceover where like so say for I I for example like say Storm's real name and be like Taff. hey didn't yeah, no, like, hey, didn't Storm have something to say earlier? <laughs> I would love that. I, I wish that I knew <laughs> enough about editing to do that. I'll, I'll definitely try. I could do that. There's, okay. a, there's a voiceover function in Audacity. You can do that. Um, okay, yeah. Anyways. As I was saying, as I was saying, like he said, a perfect sacrifice, a pure sacrifice, either a virgin or a pure sacrifice, however you want to describe it, whatever language you're working off of, right? The ultimate sacrifice, Jesus, who had never sinned, who had never had any kind of impure thoughts, actions or intentions right and he followed the letter of the law like the law that the sanhedrin were so eager to uphold despite being in the presence of the literal actual physical manifestation of fully god and fully man they really weren't a big fan of jesus because they were like damn that jesus kid uh sure is perfect that's uh he's gotta go <laughs> he's uh literally upending everything we've been trying to build for the last upwards of 1200 years right give or take Right, I, that's that's conjecture on my part. Like it wasn't exactly well, 200 years. Um, wouldn't you? Some like fucker came along with his frat yeah, boy. It, like, it oh, would man. definitely be hard to accept. It would definitely be hard oh, to accept. Yeah. The God. legacy if of your God pulled up, it would be hard to accept him. Yeah, right, for Dude, sure. He and his posse felt but, like, but like a frat. The same guys that were the trying to like time. the same guys that were trying to persecute and absolutely obliterate Jesus Christ, the man himself, were also the ones that were like, "Hey guys, the Messiah is coming. He's coming. It's not this guy. The guy who fulfilled every single prophecy from the entirety of you know what's about to be the Old Testament. It's not the Old Testament yet because we're still just going to call it you know 
<laughs> the Torah. <laughs> the Torah. We're just going to call it the Torah. We're still going to call it the Torah because we don't believe in the New Testament, which hasn't been written yet because it's, we're literally <laughs> well, yeah, in the New Testament. Kind of hard to listen to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, There's no audiobooks yet. I don't have my Audible account set up. Regardless, um, <laughs> keep in mind, Especially the Sanhedrin you. was literally shitting their pants every time Jesus was in a room because they were like, <gasps> like some teeth chattering Scooby-Doo shit, right? Literally, they were like... Shit! Fuck! And they were like, oh my god, the guys here like, guys, I've got it. We're gonna set up, like, a prostitute, a bottle of wine, like, a guy who's been convicted, a guy who's about to be hanged, crucified, whatever, and Jesus is totally gonna lose his shit. And Jesus, with, like, literal, actual, like, flawless anime protagonist precision, would slide straight through whatever goofy, like, Rube Goldberg contraption of a, like, Catch-22 they tried to get Yo. him in to try and, con try and convict Jesus of, like, oh... Blasphemer. It's a Tom and Jerry skit. Literally, literally. They kind were pulling of, yeah. Tom and Jerry type so, skits. They were like bait and switch, like wily e. coyote stuff. Where they're like, I'm going to set up this fake wall. And Jesus is like, I would pay may, may, I talk like, no, about the, Jesus may I talk about the Roman aspect of it as well, real quick? When I finish clarifying why uh, Storm's conjecture on people being too stupid to be saved, please. Uh, no, it's just going to be real quick. It's just going to be part of the stuff that they chose to, they tried to get him with. I'm just going to uh, give an example. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. So one of the, one of the most interesting the things is at the time, the Roman government was under control, right? And obviously the Roman government wouldn't like it if this Messiah started saying that he was going to overthrow Roman control. So one of the things that they tried to get Jesus with was trying to make it seem like he was a dangerous revolutionary because obviously the Roman government would get rid of him if he seemed like he was a dangerous revolutionary. So one of the things that they tried to do was say like hey if you're the if you're the ultimate like god of everything then uh like why should we have to pay taxes to the roman government because you're more important than them and uh yeah jesus just replied with hey what's uh what's there on that coin right there and they said uh it's a picture of caesar and he said yeah so it belongs so yeah so it belongs to caesar give it to caesar so wow. I mean, hell yeah, yeah. So that was one of the. Please that's basically like, what he would do. Follow, like, so did wait, everyone follow that? Like, wait, like, did everyone like, with that? facts yeah. and science and logic? <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Still, what were you saying, Shadow? What were you saying, Shadow? <laughs> facts and logic. What were you saying? I mean, by that logic, all the American bills just belong well, to the people. It was the, the concept. Abraham Lincoln the himself. Concept. Guys, I'm gonna go yeah. give George Washington a couple fat twenties right now. Well, not it was the concept of taxes. If the the money does not have inherent value, but the concept of taxes is like okay this is money doesn't really exist if you don't care about oh, it give them their money if they ask for money one of the things that jesus yeah. preached was like hey don't worry about money because i got you covered so don't avoid paying taxes because why would you aggravate people on purpose <laughs> but jesus tax evasion is base <laughs> <laughs> ah you got me that no. anyways no continue continue Shoot, you're you're right, you're i just right. wanted to i just wanted to give a good example of how good he was out he was getting out of their tricks because he knew they were trying to trick him the whole time he got out of their tricks really smooth yes that, that's okay. that's what you wanted to Which, like elaborate upon yes that's what i was little... just trying to say like break it down sexual Which guy style, smooched like, Jesus at the betrayal? What's up? Huh? Oh, Which Judas? guy smooched Judas. Jesus? Judas. Yeah, no, no, we'll no, talk Judas? about Judas later. Yes. We'll talk about Judas later. Like, that's that's in a whole several different paintings. Judas? It looked intimate as fuck. Do you think those two are gay? <laughs> uh, no. Kiss, kissing people, kissing people for like a personal greeting is a very is a very established thing. That's why Italian I, people I kiss each other on the cheek for a greeting. Glare. Oh my god. Leg? That is the most out-of-pocket shit- No, 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 no. In the last two hours, that is the most out-of-pocket shit Leg has said this entire time. I, I don't know that I've That's ever heard brand. somebody <laughs> accuse Jesus- Jesus- 
Judas of being I have. for Jesus, but you know what? Maybe, but now you have. Hey, okay, he was already sitting. He was already sitting. Why not stack another one on there? <laughs> Anyways, right, continue, okay, okay, Tim. Okay. So, yes, like, bringing it down to, like, like square one, right? So, just <laughs> quick little, quick little, like, just to get back up to speed, Storm's conjecture, Storm's uh, objection, there we go, was, hey, what if people are, like, actually too retarded to be uh, forgiven of their sins? And I'm explaining how, well, you see, Jesus, as the literal, actual, ultimate sacrifice of all time, literally the goat, right, because he was perfect, he did not sin, and he fulfilled all 400-something, no, 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 yeah, all 400 prophecies of the Messiah that were conscribed by the prophets that were spoken to by God. Crazy how Jesus is fully God and fully man and fulfilled all these prophecies that he said he was going to do. It's almost like he's making good on his promise, because God never breaks a promise or a covenant, however you want to describe it. So Jesus, being absolutely despised by almost every member of Judaism that, you know, doesn't have functioning brain cells, and just absolutely like like lemming like duck walks duck follows the uh, the Sanhedrin right? Um, they have a trial, so they've got Barabbas, who is a convicted criminal, <laughs> literal like he's been on the chopping he's on death row, right? Um, Swag. No, yeah, Pontius Pilate, he has a little he has a hearing essentially, he has a public hearing. He's like, okay, here's the dealio. You've got. Jesus, convicted of ap like <laughs> epic rap battles of history. Jesus versus Barabbas. Literally, like Pontius Pilate is like, okay, Jesus, who's literally been convicted of nothing, but you guys just fucking hate him. I don't know, mob mentality, cancel culture, like 4,000 years before it was cool, right? Literally, he's like, this guy who has done absolutely no wrong, both in the eyes of the law and in the eyes of, well, God. Crazy how that works. Himself, himself, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and a convicted murderer. Um... Who do you guys want to vindicate and justify? And they were like, Give us Barabbas! <laughs> throw, throw his ass in the ringer! We don't want to ever see Jesus around here again! And he was like, You guys are out of your mind. Pontius Pilate goes to, like, a bowl of clean water. You know, clean for fucking 30 BC. Um, he washes his hand. He's like, I literally washed my hands of this man's blood because it's on you guys. I, like, I do not have anything to do with this. And Jesus was like, That's some smart shit you just pulled just now. That's... Some real smart shit. And he's like, I know. <laughs> I've been doing this. I've been a, you know, like, not a judge, but essentially what Pontius, Pontius Pilate was a judge before if, judges If were I'm cringe. not mistaken, I think Jesus said, like, I forgive you because Pontius Pilate yes. was really, like, he was distressed on this because he knew that Jesus was yes. perfectly innocent. And Jesus was like, yep. don't worry. Don't worry, man. I forgive you. You're good. Hold on to that thought. Hold on to that exact thought and concept into, like, like forgiveness from Jesus himself, right? Um, oh, you're talking about the, the criminal. Yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. That and and someone else. You, oh, you're you're yeah, right on. Sure. You're right next to it. Literally, literally right next to it because it all happened yep. on Calvary. Anyway, yep. they sentenced Jesus. They're like, "That's it. You're getting flogged. You are getting tortured. We are going to humiliate you publicly, which was also another prophecy. And then we are going to crucify you." And mm -hmm. guess may what? I Jesus may I briefly may I briefly describe the crucifixion the crucifixion the process last and how bad took it was? Ten minutes. I timed for it. context. Yes. Who okay. what the crucifixion was? So yeah, okay. so cr crucifixion, okay. crucifixion, super simple Wait, process. Storm, storm what's up? Storm what's up? Storm Matt, up. chill yeah, out. Sorry. Matt, chill out. Storm what's up? Okay, so I hear you saying, right? Okay, actually, you know what? I have a bigger elaboration. Go ahead. I mean, Matt! Fuck! Okay. Well, this <laughs> is going to happen. This is going to keep happening. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the, um, what's it called? So... The crucifixion process was extremely, so common misconception, when they said that nails are through his hands, they don't mean palms, it was through the wrists, Romans considered the wrists to be part of palms. So, 
you're mm. getting nails through your wrists and you're getting nails through your feet. Those are major, major nerve centers in your body. So even that alone, putting nails through those, wait, 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 that wait. sucks. Wait, 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 wait. So if they put Ooh. it through their wrists, do you mean instead of feet, they put the nails through their his shins or like pretty much? Through, I yeah. something like that. Basically, like, in an area okay. that would hold weight. That was the idea: is that you wouldn't fall off the cross, you'd be held there. So the shins, something so, like that. Not necessarily the shin. Think about okay, okay you know like the, the ankle maybe. So like if you look, if you, if you're so your ankle, right on your ankle, there's a bunch. There's a, a an unholy, quite literally, because you got crucified. An unholy amount <laughs> of nerves, ligaments, bones, muscle. All like it's a huge intersection. It's a huge thoroughfare, high traffic area of blood, muscles, nerve centers, all that good stuff. Basically, right at your ankle, where the shin essentially starts to meet with all the like the the, the foot mm-hmm. bones, yeah. as it were. Yeah. Right. Basically, right in there. It wasn't a perfect science because they haven't really figured out dissection, other than you know dismembering yeah. people. So this right? is this is a rusty, like basically, uh, train spike. You know the bit. Ba- oh, Matt, 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 Matt. What? I can, right. I can, I can give a really quick description. You guys know the band Nine Inch Nails? Yes, sir. Yep. You know the box art that they have on all their albums? Yes, sir. Those yes, are the sir. nails that they used on Jesus, the actual Jesus Christ. They're huge. Oh, shit. They're huge. They're dense. They're square. They are rusty. They are nasty. They are absolutely. They're painful to look at, much yeah, as have put get, through your you get hit major nerve systems. Some of those things, and they're dead. nine like, inches long. Let's go. But basically, yeah. <laughs> you so, even look at them. So the um, so that being said, that alone is an incredibly so fun fact. The word excruciating was dis- was literally the root word is crucifixion. Cru- they needed to make a new word up because it was so painful <laughs> to be crucified. Dude. They made a new word up to go, oh yeah, that guy got crucified. It's like it's like going so, to the hospital and you're like, so what is it, Doc? Uh, we don't know, but you get to name it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the equivalent of what they did to him. And they were like, so, and so, the even worse process of this, so you are being hung up there, often for several days. First off, what happens to you is your arms and legs start to stretch out and they come out of their socket. So even if you get back down from them, not only are you not using your feet or your hands ever again, you're not using your arms ever again. So even if you survive this process, you are in a wheelchair the rest of your existence. Also, oh, so also, also. <laughs> Shout out, Leg. I was gonna so say the nice. same thing. I was gonna make the same joke. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Anyways, so your all delivery that being was much said, better. All that being said, the in addition to this, the thing you actually die for when you're being crucified is not blood loss or anything of the sort. It is suffocation because when you're hung like that, when you're hung outside of your own muscle strength, your body Jesus eventually hung? loses. No, like I'm like hung, hung like up that. by their I'm hung up like by their I'm like, like their, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, like for example, if you're if you're holding onto a bar and like lifting yourself up, you're using your own muscle power, and you're going to run out of said muscle power and fall far before you run out of the ability to start breathing. However, if you are tied or nailed up that way, you'll run out of all muscle power and your body won't have the energy to lift your diaphragm and your lungs up the same way because you won't have something to brace yourself off of. So in order to breathe... Unless you, you would, use the nails yes, in your Yes, exactly. Feet. In order to breathe, <laughs> you would start to have to push off the nails in your feet driving them further up your leg every time you wanted Ah. to breathe. You would get so painful and so exhausted, you would literally suffocate to death. 
on the cross. That just does not fly, dog. Yeah, that is what it was. And the reason <laughs> so, so so the interesting thing is they a lot really of people think hanging. a lot of people think that the reason why the soldier stabbed Jesus is he just wanted to be uh the reason why the soldier stabbed Jesus is he just wanted to be like extra rude to him someday or something like he was having a bad day. Actually, although he wasn't being super nice at it, it was a it was a mercy thing. Okay, stop your recording. Then we'll just we'll edit it in. Um, the uh, yeah, just go ahead and good. stop your recording. Then you're good. Bye, Storm. Um, bye, Storm. You have a good one. Thank you for your input. Man, yeah, so the reason, so anyways, the reason why the uh, Damn, that one soldier that stabbed Jesus in the side stabbed him like that was, uh, that was actually a mercy thing. So crucifixion was such a, mercy kill. was such a painful process that it was easier to die of blood loss than suffocation. So he stabbed Jesus to be like, here, God, here man, you won't die as fat, as slow. Um... Same thing with giving him the wine. It was a bitter thing to do, but they were keeping him hydrated so that he wouldn't uh, be completely miserable while he was dying. They were mocking him while they did it, but in their own fucked up way, the soldiers were actually kind of taking care of Jesus. Um, that's part of the reason why, like Taff was saying, he kind of forgave them. Anyways, continue with what you were saying about the actual like story of it, Taff. Obviously, Storm's gone, so it's preaching to the convicted, or at least the un, un, or the indifferent, so to speak. I'm just going to wrap it up so we can move on to the topic that Leg wanted to perpetuate. Or, sorry, not perpetuate, to uh, propose. Um, basically, um, like we said, Jesus was crucified. Pretty gnarly, you know, uh, process, ordeal. Right, it's not like the word I would term. use, but all right. As he was crucified, they were like, hey, we're going to stab, like, <laughs> we're going to stab a hole in his side. So, like, the blood, like, he bleeds out. Right, they're basically like, "All right, show's over, go home." <laughs> like it was kind of barbaric, but that's just how that's that was part of the process. And when Jesus died, died physically, died like human body died. Right, um, dark clouds rolled, billowed over, instantaneously. No, the sun actually, was blotted out. Um, the interesting thing is, according to historical records, it was actually a full solar eclipse that occurred. What? Yeah. So if you so yep. that is a I'm that is a real thing. That is a real thing. If you look at the historical records of that time based on what we know about astronomy, it is it has been shown that likely at the exact moment Jesus died, there was a full solar eclipse. So the reason why the Even world with the Julian darkened, calendar and stuff? Yep. The reason why the world darkened people, when life. Jesus and like it would it would have been terrifying. Imagine if the yeah. sun stopped shining in the middle of the day when this guy died. Okay, so with that in mind, also, I, this this is a super abstract segue, but think about the fact that how the sun and the moon are perfectly spaced so that the moon can blot out the sun, right? Yeah. In in, in relation to the Earth, in mm -hmm. relation, that's oh that just happened. No, that did, there's no. Especially way since our moon is so much bigger Com than any other moon that any other yes, planet yes, has. Yes. Yes. Compared to the anyway, Earth, I mean. That's, that's a completely different topic. A whole another can of worms. Perfectly welcome to discuss that later, because I know an entire like case study that I had to write a paper on back in college. Anyway, um, like I said, so the sun was blocked out one way or another. Solar eclipse, dick load of clouds. Take your pick, right? Choose your poison, pick your pill, right? Um, the Egyptians know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing, sure. is that like no. even, even so beyond take the into fact account that Jesus died, it was like that even, even a normal solar eclipse was an incredibly bad omen. So the fact that like, oh wow, this guy that claimed to be God died and then the sun got blotted out. <laughs> like, and it was so like I said, it's not like Jesus could have planned that either because they, the soldiers planned that. So there's no way that it could have been like anything but 
a coincidence or divine intervention. <laughs> like, mm. so with that in mind, the what soldier, if the soldiers were cahoots? <laughs> okay, like, 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 bear with me. You, you say that one of these soldiers, it's this is conscribed in each book of the gospel, right? All five of them, right? Six if you want to count mm-hmm. some of the letters that got written, but I digress. Um, one of the guards was like, in that moment, as the sun blot out and the giant ass um, curtain in the uh, where the Ark of the Covenant was being held got ripped in half by by an earthquake that had, had, like didn't break anything else. Lily just split the curtain in half and fucked off. Lily said like, "All right, cool, my work, my work here is done." <laughs> like literally, that's that's the only thing that got ruined, right? Fuck this, your life. This Bing soldier, bong. this soldier staring at Jesus, dead, the Son of God, dead on a cross as the sun's being blot out and there's a fat earthquake. He goes. Oh my God, this man was the literal, actual son of God and the Messiah that the Jews had predicted. And in that moment, he was vindicated. He was forgiven and sanctified because he professed faith to Jesus. And Jesus said, or, yeah, you're faith. good, my man. You didn't know he what was you like, were doing. Jesus literally, two, like not even five, ten minutes after Jesus died, <laughs> this guard's like, how does oh and Jesus is like see he gets it yeah no though so not only that how how does that prove that he did not try to help him because you could try to help Jesus but still not completely no so it says and again you don't know we don't know for certain because we don't know this guy's heart but in the Bible it does say that this guy believed that Jesus like it's not that he was helping him when this earthquake and the sun blotting out happened it says this guy believed and he was like oh crap and then Jesus was like, yeah. Well, you would too if the sky fucking darkened. Well, yeah, I'm sure. But at the same time, that there is a literal part of the Bible that talks about that, where it's like, you may believe because you see, greater are those who believe because they don't, when they don't see. Because they have not seen. Exactly. Not it's, it's literally like, yes, yeah, there are people who believe Claus. because they're proved and they believe it. But it is, it is still like if you believe based on faith that is that is far greater there is another guy that was very similar if it can i talk about the other criminal or did you want to there was fucking two what's up what what, what, what? the criminal can i talk about him or did you want to oh the the ones on the left and right of jesus so um i mean i'm looking i'm looking at that passage right now trying to find the guard who is so sanctified um What's it called? So one of the most interesting things about this, Jesus was not crucified alone. Usually when you crucify someone in order to save the time and resources in the place, you usually do it in groups. So he was crucified with two other people, two different criminals. I don't believe that it's super specific about what they did. They were probably something like mass murderers or something like that. Usually you didn't get crucified unless it was something pretty heinous. Um, On the cross, the two people, one on the right, one on the left of Jesus, one of them was making fun of Jesus, saying, oh, if you're the, if you're God, then how come you're stuck here with us? Ha ha, you're no better than any petty criminal. The one on the other side of him was like, I, I'm sorry for what he's saying. I believe that you are genuinely the son of God. I know what you're doing here. Please forgive me. I know that I've lived a terrible life. Please, I want to see you when I die. And Jesus was like, Jesus didn't like whisk him off of the cross. Jesus knew that he had to accept the justice. But at the same time, he turned to that guy and said, like, all right, I forgive you. Thank you for like realizing and and humbling yourself. And it is said that he would sit at the right hand of Jesus when he died. So that guy is confirmed to have gone to heaven with Jesus. 
in that Bible verse. Hmm. The guy that, um, the guy that like, again, this is a terrible person. And that has to do with like, a lot of people will make the excuse that like, oh, well, if Jesus pays for everything, then why can't we just do whatever we want? And it's like, well, part of the, the whole point of being like repentant, the, the Bible doesn't just say, say you're sorry. The Bible says, be repentant. Part of being repentant is willing to accept the consequences of your actions. This guy didn't say, please, Jesus, take me off of this It's willing to accept the consequences cross. of your actions and not making the same exactly. mistakes again. So this guy wasn't saying, please, Jesus, get me off of this cross. This guy was saying, I know I'm going to die here, and that is what needs to happen, but when I die, I want to go to heaven with you. I am truly regretful of what I did. So this was a bad person, but he accepted his consequences and said that he was he, he became repentant, truly repentant, and he went to heaven because of it. That is a good example of like, for example, people say, oh, what if Hitler was a Christian? Would he go to to um, to heaven? It's like, well, was he repentant? Because I'm pretty sure he wasn't. For sure not. So, like, that's the thing. To be repentant, you have to be accepting of consequences. You can't repent and then also run away from the cops when you've broken the law. Like, that's not how it works. Well, yeah, he did kill himself. That's... He did yeah. kill himself. I mean, that is plain and simple how it works. So that is a very telling aspect of it. But anyways, finish what you were saying, Taff. I just wanted... I think I thought that was a very a relevant point for that. What are you calling back to? Like, following the uh, conviction of the criminal and the centurion? Yes, that's that's what I just, just okay, said. Okay. The, the criminal yeah, well, that was, um, that was uh, with him. Following that, the story's pretty cut and dry, and I'm pretty sure almost every human being with functional ears has heard it at least once in their entire life. Um, Maybe not everybody, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus, Jesus, after being crucified, died on the cross instead of breaking his legs, right, dismembering him. They pierced his side. He bled blood and water. And those who bore witness were like, oh, my God, this guy was oh, the son, I'm sorry. This that's, the son that's of a God. Good point. This guy's the Messiah. I'm sorry. The, the breaking the legs thing. I didn't even talk about that. Um, sorry. No, the, it was. Yeah. Just real quick. Breaking legs was a common thing because also if your legs were broken, you couldn't breathe. So it would make you suffocate faster. That was another thing they did to make you die faster. But uh, stabbing you mm-hmm. was even more. Uh, it was better than that. Breaking your legs would be even more painful. So the stabbing thing was the the basically the kindest option other than like stabbing you in the heart or something right because he was already dead anyway um jesus has died jesus is buried um in the uh tomb of uh my brain shutting down come on matt help me out oh that's a good question i am so um, sorry joseph joseph of arimathea joseph yes, joseph joseph another oh joseph not his dad but uh, another joseph right 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 right, that he right. Gave him. um He's buried in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea, which was also a prophecy that was foretold regarding the Messiah and the death and the resurrection, all that good stuff. Um, uh, and G- three days later, lo and behold, Mary Mary Magdalene goes to <laughs> goes to the tomb to visit Jesus, and uh, the stone, this giant oh uh, storm. If you want big ass stone, if you want to rejoin, we got to do another clap sync. Yeah, if you want to rejoin, I don't know how much longer we're going to go for, but if you want to... Re- Sorry, for, for anyone who's not... 20, 30 minutes? Live, uh, yeah, I don't know how much longer... Sto- Storm is I back. Have I have to know. go in five. Okay, yeah. We need to, we need to wrap That's up. Yeah, so to... Storm, why don't you just, yeah. why don't you just keep it where it is, content. and then we can, just, we can just wrap up real quick. Yeah, because doing another clap sync's not... That wouldn't make much sense, because legs got to get out of here pretty soon, so... Sorry, Storm. He well, lost have, like, his leg. Very quick topic. Anyways... If you guys want to just do okay, that. Okay, yeah, go, go ahead, Legs. Say your last thing, because we've been... 
dominating. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We, so you, you we guys were just telling we were just telling the general story. You guys know about like the holy the holy mushroom thing, right? What are you specifically huh? referring to? Is this like a Ligma joke? Like No no no, seriously, okay. seriously. Like I keep hearing I keep hearing I'm not one hundred percent sure about this because I haven't done really much research, but that when Christianity started most of the the scriptures and things that were written down were because they they were eating a specific type of mushroom. That is that is a theory having, that has not been proven. That's why I'm saying I'm not sure if it's true or not. Yeah, that that has <laughs> very definitively not been proven because that is that is basically just a hypothetical because a lot of people in sorry to to provide context to that. That's what I'm there, saying. There is yeah there there is a theory out there that a lot of people from that area the reason why there were prophets and stuff is because there was a psychedelic mushroom they were consuming. Um, I don't believe that there's any validity to that. Again, there's no proof that that actually ever happened. It's just like a, what if that happened? That'd be pretty wacky, huh, guys? Do you think that Marvel's that's wave. what the wafer originally was? No. The wafer was a flatbread that they consumed for Passover. It was a, it was, it was very, there are still historical examples of that happening. The wafer was definitively not and, made of, if it was, they probably would have how noticed. it was made? No, the way again, the wafer was made out of exclusively like it was basically the way that Passover food is, is made is that it's basically just flour and then you fry it. It is it's it unleavened is bread if that means anything bread, to yes. you. It, it doesn't have oh, yeast. No, they don't prepare it very it is meant to be prepared really quickly because the uh, origin of it was when the is during Exodus when the Israelites were getting out of Egypt, they had to prepare food that was going to be super quick and ready, so they couldn't wait for bread to rise, so they didn't bother with yeast. That is what Passover food was. That is what Matt, they are you ate serious? The, wait, 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 wait. It's like whole cakes. You're serious. Yeah, it's like whole cakes. Is that am I it wrong about any because... of that? I'm sorry. <laughs> It was no, yes. Right. It was supposed. It was supposed okay. to be hastily, like hastily prepared. But it's because right. the angel of death was going to sweep through that night. Are they didn't have food. I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. The angel of death they didn't leave for. The angel of death they stayed in their houses with the lamb's blood. You're incorrect. No, they about stayed that. in their houses. But he was coming through that night. They were. They were going to like put the, the the blood of the lamb over their doors and uh -huh. go to bed because that's what they were told to do, right. right? By Moses, he was like, he was like, when you go to bed. Oh, like, you're right. Because Passover. I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. You're exactly. right. You're totally right about and that. Yeah. It was. It was hastily. It was hastily. Um, because they wanted to eat before they fell asleep, because right? They wanted to eat before they potentially died, right? Because right? they were supposed to be and asleep when the angel of death happened. It wasn't right, right. Sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't food that you could save for the next day or the day after. Yeah, sorry to anyone Jewish so, and that or was anything the in the point. audience. I'm sorry, I completely butchered that. Um, you're you're totally right, Taff. That that is absolutely. What Aren't it you was. glad I was here? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm so is sorry. That, I completely forgot that the, the no, symbol, no, 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 symbolism no. of of Passover. Yes, I'm sorry. The the literal name should have given me an uh, of indication. <laughs> Passover, as in the angel of death passing them over. Um, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, the, um, so yeah, two, uh, two, yes. So that is, that is where that tradition comes from. The unleavened or the flat bread because of Passover. That was what was eaten at the, um, at the last supper because they were celebrating Passover at the last supper. And Jesus was just like, this is now going to, we're going to take this tradition Passover and we're going to celebrate our, my new covenant, which Put the old covenant like like you don't you no longer have to if you want if you don't want to celebrate Passover now we're going to celebrate like my teachings and Com like the new covenant communion. of communion yes exactly communion that's what it was so it is 
extremely unlikely that it was any sort of like psychedelic thing. Like that is that is an odd hypothetical because you would think like again kind of an Occam's razor thing, but you would think that like if they were consuming something like that, somebody would have said something because it's not like they were out in the middle of nowhere. They were having a public like Passover celebration type thing that everybody did and like. They were they were celebrating as per normal. They it even describes what they were eating as the normal bread and drink of the Passover. So, um, I, I highly doubt it. It's an though, interesting theory, but I highly doubt it. Yeah, though it does bring up uh, something that is that I've always found very interesting, which is the relation between drugs and uh, religion. Yeah, that's fair. Like mushrooms, weed. Uh, even alcohol. That, that's, even though that I don't be, really consider that. If we want to talk about that, that's a big conversation. If we want to do like a part two of this and talk about like early religions and, and stuff like that, we totally can. If I we, wouldn't call it a part two. Yeah. We, we could just call it an ongoing series. Yeah. There's about I mean, 6,000 yeah, hours yeah. worth of content to talk so, about. Okay, if we want to do that right now, we can. However, I don't think it would do it justice because we have to shut down pretty soon here. I, I know. I was just yes. I was just kind of bringing it up being like, hey, we can talk about this later. If I'm not mistaken, your father would be really interested to talk about that, right? Because he's Yo, usually pretty dad. good about. It. I mean, yeah, no, oh, like he is very heavily. Yeah, because he did that in like college in that sort or something topic. like that. Yeah, so I would love to hear oh, about that. Matt, we'll do a different series Matt, on there. That Matt, you're and the only one that knows. Very interesting. Oh, I had a really interesting. What? Go on. No, no, I'm saying my father would have a very okay, interesting. Okay, well, you just doxed yourself there, Tav. <laughs> no, no, that's I vehemently beg to differ because he shouldn't be name dropping uh, his dad. Your victory crown, I don't think he's. I'm, I'm I don't not, think he I'm, said his dad's name. I, I don't said think his he name. said his dad's name. I'm just saying I think my you father. You were the only one who heard that, and you just said your own name. <laughs> Because his dad is not your, well, his yeah. dad does not well, have the same name as you, so his dad's what? name is completely different from yours. So it doesn't make any okay. sense. I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm no. gonna shadow, I'm gonna shadow play my stuff. Uh, okay, I after 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 I um after I shut this down, I'll talk to you about what his dad's name is. And there's no chance you heard your name when he said his dad's name. If he said <laughs> that's, his dad's okay. name, okay. Honestly, I believe you. I believe you just from that. <laughs> yeah, like there yeah. is zero chance. But, I'll um, talk to you after about that. But anyways, we'll we'll like I said, we'll have you. We would love to have your dad on because I know your dad is very. I've had a, a question. I've had a conversation I mean, with your dad he, about that up until is, like five a.m. <laughs> yeah, he's studied so many so many different religions. Hell. He's he's studied Satanism, Christianity. Um, I think he's done a little bit. Uh, I don't know the name of it, but the Indian religion. Uh, it's more like well, naturalism. Know, it's what what just is like that? General name? naturalism. Hinduism. Hinduism yeah. Yes. There we go. Anyway, nobody's going to be able to hear him from unfortunately from the recording. But Storm just jumped in and gave us that. Thank you, Storm. You're uh, we appreciate you. Yeah. But yeah. He, <laughs> but yeah, he he has had a lot of experience and very much enjoys like yeah. So he, we can absolutely like, make this his, an ongoing back in his youth, thing. He I think liked that this would be that. really interesting. And again, uh, for like okay. kind of breaking the fourth wall kind of thing. If anybody in the audience listens to this and wants to have a topic talk with me about religion, wants to disprove me, wants to just come on and say their own experiences, talk to me. Like message me on in Discord. a civil manner. In, in a, a civil, civil I will discourse. vet you first. Yes. To be you're fair, not, I will. You're vet not you coming in here I, I maintain the right to kick you and scrap the recording if it does not remain civil um but i would okay, that's more a bit of a dictatorship this is meant to be a debate not a an debate argument. not right. not like Friendly yelling at debate. each other yes um and matt i introduced will, it as a matt debates but like it's yes, a different it, topic now <laughs> but anyways yes it, it's generally going to be a debate but it's probably going to be about this specific 
topic for a while because there's a lot we can say about this topic. We're pro- we're about yeah, going yeah, for like yeah, two yeah, hours yeah, yeah. now. So, um, I mean, I'm we so glad I stayed up. I was gonna back. go to bed, and I yeah. was like, okay, I want to so, be a part of the so religion yeah, talk. I want to be there. On, more guests, more people like that. If anybody has any last things guests, to say, guests, they can. Matt, 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 go ahead. For guests, you did you did mention like, oh, we should have. X, Y, and Z dad on. You're the only one on this call who would like know, like, all of you have met my dad at some point. Yes. That being said, Matt knows my dad better than all of you to an extent. I do, yeah. Imagine if we had my dad on this Your dad shit. Would be really we would get schooled. We would get slaughtered. Your okay, dad like, is extremely you're, you're correcting intelligent me here, when it comes to Bible verses, yes. Okay. Your dad knows them. You're, like, you're correcting me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we correct each other every now and then. Like, oh, wait, no, 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 that's incorrect. Hey, you like you misconstrued this, or you're missing the point for this. My dad would completely blow us out of the water. It would not I, be close. Would we would be get steamrolled. Now, now, now I'm getting interested. But, yeah, no, uh, no, his dad is really interesting to talk to. I would be interested All Almanac to see knowledge if, of, like, biblical doctrine. I would not be even kidding. Yeah, yeah. But because of this, I'm... Your dad was interested in talking to me about my. I don't know if your dad would agree on with me on my uh, creationism with uh, evolution theory that I have, or my belief. He would definitely be interested. I've never actually had super super. I think it would be really interesting to talk about. I would love to have him on. So I, I've I've had that discussion with him before, and I know that was like conjecture that was actually tossed around. Is like okay, nobody said God literally made the universe in 24 hour segments. And my, my, I remember, I just think I remember my dad saying, yeah, that's, that's a completely logical, you know, objection, but God yeah, still made that it. Would be really interesting. <laughs> and I, I was like, he's got a good point right there. God so still, yeah, again, someone still had to shake the box. We'll, we'll talk about this after the episode for sure. But yeah, yes, if, you're, if you guys are interested in that, give us yeah, more guest suggestions. I would love, I listened to, so briefly kind of again, breaking the fourth wall. I listened to a podcast called who's right. And they're very much like either agnostic or atheist on that one. However, a lot of the things mm. that they say, I also agree with. So uh, open invitation. I know that we have some people who listen to them that are in their audience. If people want us to have one of them on, I would love it if y'all reached out to them. And I will also do the same because I think it would be really interesting to talk to them about religion. Um, these are, these are again, some older guys that are uh, the, you know, that I think will be really interesting to talk to about this. Anyways, moving on. I don't think we, we genuinely got to wrap this up. So uh, just general, yeah. just general wrap up stuff. Thank you, anybody who listened to this one. This is a much longer one than normal. We had a lot of fun uh, with this one. If you enjoy this kind of content, you want to see more of it in the future, give me as much feedback as possible. Those of you who know my Discord, absolutely message me on Discord. You can join our (laughs) podcast Discord and listen live if you go on our Patreon, patreon.com slash bouncycast. Listen to us on every possible way you can. We appreciate any support on Spotify. We have a YouTube channel with like waveforms. Uh, it's good for listening to stuff in the background. Um, or if you just want to see the waves go up and down, I know that I like that. Um, and just like any, anywhere Hell, you listen with to how podcasts. Often we call out each other's names. They'll hear us. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, we really appreciate anyone listening to us. Support us if you feel it necessary or you you want to. We really appreciate any support you give to us. Uh, like I said, if you join the Patreon, you get access to the Discord for free. You or It's like part of supporting us on Patreon. And uh, you get to listen to us record live if you want to do that. You get to listen to us uh, probably dox ourselves really hard. So sneak peek <laughs> background stuff so you get to enjoy I, I that. I was going to say... 
I was literally about to say, I was like, okay, maybe we should figure out the pseudonym yeah, thing we'll, before we bring we'll guests probably, on. Okay? We'll probably do something about that. And, like, as well, we're going to start trying to do some bonus stuff that we're going to post exclusively on Patreon once we start getting some Patreons. So if you're interested in seeing some more, like, like kind of influencing stuff we do behind the scenes and getting, like, more specialized content, support us on Patreon and shoot me up with, like, a... Like, hit me up with, like, a suggestion, like, hey, I'd like to see this on a bonus episode, and, you know, if you're the only patron... the longest end card I've ever heard. Um, so yeah, this is very long end, end card. Suffice to say, thank you all so, uh, for watching. I will see you next time. Bye. He has to show up more because we, it was so long. <laughs>